Welcome to Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. In the winter of 2009, I facilitated a session in which leaders had to submit a final project for evaluation. As part of the project, they had to self-assess and assign themselves a score based on the rubric. They shared how that was the most challenging part of the project, and they really hated doing it. Anderson said it was so uncomfortable, he would rather give up all his points. He finds that he can readily assess other people's work, but struggles to assess his own work. As part of the process, I would evaluate the project before looking at the self-assessment. When I reviewed the self-assessments, I noticed that Anderson was part of the majority that submitted high-quality work and assessed it much lower than it was worth. Others submitted poor-quality work and gave it a high score, that was not even realistic, and only a few offered an assessment that matched the quality of the work that was submitted. I wondered which of these scenarios poses a bigger problem. Is it worse to do great work like Anderson and not know that your work is great? Or is it worse to do poor work and think that it's great? What do you think? As leaders, we're tasked with assessing other people and their output continuously. Yet we struggle to assess ourselves and our personal outputs accurately. The question is, would you want to be assessed by someone who cannot accurately assess themselves? And then if we cannot accurately assess ourselves, how can we be sure that our assessment of others is accurate? Or should they trust our assessment of them? These are questions for us to contemplate as leaders. The prevalence of inaccurate self-assessment is astounding, at times embarrassing, and sometimes comical. This is even worse when it exists in us as leaders. A leader needs to be self-aware to be effective, and self-awareness relies on accurate self-assessment. You want to be aware of the right things, and you want to be right about what you are aware of. So what then is self-assessment? It's getting to know yourself fully, exactly as you are. Knowing your strengths, your values, your emotions, your needs, your weaknesses, your triggers, your capabilities, and the limits that you have in different situations. Accurate self-assessment happens through a process, a process of exposure and experiences that uncover intentionally or inadvertently what lies below your skin. It's coming to an honest place. But understanding yourself in this way doesn't happen in a vacuum. 
You rely on personal reflection as much as you rely on feedback to provide the complete 360 view of yourself. The clearer your lens, the further you can see and the deeper you can understand yourself. Much like when using a dirty mirror or glasses, the image you see is blurred. You can't see all the details and you miss critical aspects. That's like my friend Sandra, who put on her makeup on the train with a small mirror in her foundation kit. It was cloudy from the smudge of foundation. When she got off the train, she started wondering why everyone was looking at her. She got a lot of attention that day, much more than usual. It wasn't until she got to her office and walked by a clear mirror that she noticed why she got all that attention. She had on a few extra layers of foundation that didn't match the business outfit she was wearing. Let's just say that. Not to mention that the eyeliner was not as close to her eyes as she usually gets it. See, with a clear mirror, Sandra does a flawless makeup job. She has the skills, but she needs a clear lens to get the job done. Likewise, as leaders, we may have the skills, but we need clear lens to be able to execute at that level or to be able to see ourselves as we actually are to determine what we're capable of. The lens through which you measure yourself impacts your measurement of yourself. So it's important to start by knowing your lens, by making sure your lens are clear. How do you assess yourself? Do you assess yourself favorably, unfavorably, accurately, or inaccurately? Imagine if you have a scale that doesn't measure accurately. You could still use it effectively if you know the extent to which it is inaccurate. Say if you have to put some weight on it to get it to zero, then as long as you account for that extra weight, you can use a scale accurately. Or if your scale gives a higher measurement and you know that you have to deduct, let's say, five from the total weight, then you can still use the inaccurate scale to get a fairly accurate measurement. Obviously, the ideal situation is to fix the scale so that it produces an accurate measurement. But until then, you can adjust the measurements with the one you have. The key is to know whether the scale produces an accurate measurement or not and the extent to which it is accurate or inaccurate. The problem is, if you are using the scale and you don't realize that it's flawed, that's where the problem comes in. Whatever measurement you get, you assume it's accurate when it could be over or under the actual measurement. If the instrument is inaccurate and you don't know, the measurement will be inaccurate and you will go about your business not knowing this. Likewise, when you think about your self-assessment style, it's important to know if it's accurate or flawed. Ideally, you want to have accurate lens when measuring yourself. But if you don't, it's at least important that you know that you don't have an accurate lens. Because once you know, you can make necessary adjustments. The worst scenario is to be using a flawed lens and thinking you're getting an accurate measurement. You know those people who think they've got it, or they can do it, or they are it. You know them. 
Meanwhile, you're looking on and listening, wondering how do you get to that place where you can't actually see yourself as you are? And you make a mockery of the situation. Your people laugh at you. You, They don't take you seriously. And you quickly lose credibility and, down the road, effectiveness. Haven't you seen this over and over? Where you have to gasp, cover your mouth, laugh inside, or just laugh out loud because someone was so far off base from the reality of who they are. What about the person who is absolutely competent? and sits back, lacking confidence, is afraid, unwilling to do what they're capable of. This person could hold the keys to solving many of our problems, but they won't step forward because they don't know what they have. Earlier I asked which you thought was a bigger problem, to do great work and not know that your work is great, or to do poor work and think it's great. I know you have many of these stories, and I want you to share them with us at upskillcommunity.com slash stories. Now more than ever, leaders need to know the accuracy of the lens they use to measure themselves. If your lenses are inaccurate and you don't know, the risk is too great for you or your organization to undertake. Accurate self-assessment is the clear lens that sees through the surface deep into the uncomfortable zones that you cover up and hide so securely that even you forget they're there. You then have the opportunity to uncover these hidden aspects of yourself. If you are thinking, why would I want to do that? It's because you are better off to uncover what's hidden about you intentionally so you may effectively navigate the new spaces with a true understanding of who you actually are in earnest. Alternatively, you risk having your cover blown when you least expect it. When people are in your blind spot seeing you, seeing what's hidden about you, and you don't even know they're there. This is why we hear so much of, I'm so sorry, that was not my intention, I didn't mean harm, I misspoke, I had a misstep, I was misinformed, I misread, I misunderstood. We need to open up. We need to clear our own lens and explore our own understanding of ourselves and be able to identify the errors in how we see ourselves and navigate so that we can take steps to correct them. When we don't hold this mirror up to ourselves, the fallout happens when others hold that mirror to you, when you've not had a chance to do it yourself and you're shocked at what you see. You don't know that person, you're embarrassed, ashamed, and disappointed, and you cannot believe that person has got anything to do with you. So the goal is not to cover, but rather to uncover, and then to work with others to discover. And that's what we do in our conversations at Upskill Community. Please come on over and join us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. 
please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.